All right, well, listen, the last, I wouldn't say the last couple, but out of the last maybe half dozen episodes, there have been points where I may have made my political stances known, which I don't want to do, because that causes me to polarize myself, you, and all of the above. If you're listening to this thing, I appreciate you. I don't want to scurry away any of the few listeners that I've acquired over the years. But what I will say is, and I hope we can all agree, is, Oh, Bello! What's up, you little cocksucker? How was your dinner? Nice. Good for you. Just gave Bello a bat. He's a clean little fucking prick right now. Um, I think we can all agree, though, hopefully, that this, like, over-wokeness is getting a tad ridiculous, right? Well, Vinny, can you give us an example? Absolutely! I was scrolling on TikTok, as one does when they are trying to procrastinate doing a task that is not enjoyable or just trying to forget that they're not where they're at in their life, i.e. me. So I was scrolling on TikTok, and I stumbled upon this uh, page where I just went down a rabbit hole. Ever click on a page, like someone's profile, and that either leads you down a rabbit hole of like profiles or you just go through all their fucking videos just going who is this character and you just watch every single one of their videos i stumbled upon this chick Vinny, how do you know that it's a chick because they gave their pronouns in the beginning of every single fucking video she's a barber and she starts every video by the camera facing the the um, her client and herself. So you see both of them. She's standing behind. And she goes, hi. By the way, this chick looks like fucking Willy Wonka. Hi. Yes. First off, before we get started, um, what are your pronouns? And the, like this guy who looks like he fucking farts flower. He's like, ow. <laughs> Thank you for asking. He, him, they. Awesome. I am she, they. Glad we got this out of the way. First off, I guess, well, <laughs> technically second off, because we got the pronouns out of the way, thank God. Um, may I touch you? And the person's like, oh, thank you for asking. Yes, you can. Great. So what are we going to do with this? Here? And then she starts, like, touching their shoulders, touching the hair. What do you want to do? That This fucking annoys me on so many different goddamn fucking levels. We're at the point now where you have to ask someone their pronouns. How about you just have a fucking conversation, and if they go, listen, this this is my thing. This is my thing, and maybe I'm maybe I'm archaic, maybe I'm 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 acting like an old guy, maybe I I'm not right. This is my thing. If you go by anything other than she, her, or he, him, the normal shit we've been doing for fucking years. If you go by anything other than that, you should have to interrupt the conversation. To then say that you're that you're they them, if you want to do that fucking bouncy bullshit, which listen, if you want to do that, great. But if you want to if you want to do that, you're gonna have to make you're gonna have to verbalize it to me and interrupt the conversation and say in front of everybody, oh, uh, yeah, oof, well, yeah, actually they them. My sideburns down to my chin didn't give it away with my chest hair and tits. No, 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 I, I knew you were they, them. I just wanted you to fucking say it to me. So if you ha- are, a, if you prescribe to that, then you got to tell me. I'm not going to be like, hi, how are you? By the way, what are your pronouns? I, I'm cocksucker. You're they, them? Great. Awesome. Great. Glad to meet you. I'm also retard and dip shit. 
Nice to meet you. By the way, any and all of those pronouns I will respond to. Also, my dad called me dumb fuck when I was a kid as well. So uh, throw that one into the mix <laughs> while you're at it. They, them. And welcome to the podcast, folks. This is just Count to Ten. I am your host, Vinny Falcone. And this is the anger management podcast that won't help you with your anger. <gasps> we'll just get angry together. What's going on, guys? How are you? Good to see you. Good to be here. Um... Yeah, listen, I I hate to start off the show with such a divisive topic, but I just, I mean, it's, listen, I am pro-LGBTQ and whatever the fuck else they added to that. I'm pro-it, okay? Listen, I, I've said many a times on the podcast, old Vince, if he can't fucking get himself off, what does he Google? Chicks with dicks, fucking chicks without dicks. That's what I'm into, you know what I mean? If I'm pulling out my prick, all of a sudden it's turning red like fucking Rudolph's nose. <laughs> I go, I signal to the bullpen, let's get Marion Rivera here with a fucking wig, tits, and a cock to finish me off. You know what I mean? Dun, 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 dun. If you're a Yankees fan, you get that. Also, I kind of stuttered a little bit. Mariano Rivera, uh, great closer for the Yankees. Uh, my point is, I'm I'm into all that shit, Okay. Like, I, I'm not judging, you know what I mean? You know, fucking throw a skirt on me every once in a while. On Tuesday, fucking I'll wear some high heels and get fucked. My point is, it's just, it's so in your face now that it's, it's, it's just, it seems comical. Like, like honestly, I thought it was a bit. Hi! How, she look, Again, like, she looks like a fucking cartoon character, this chick with, like, fucking, like, earrings she makes in, like, her home. Clothing that looks like she's a goddamn Easter egg. A fucking haircut that looks like she's <laughs> Mo from Home Alone. Um, it just, it just, it was, it was too much. Hi, first off, what are you, what are your pronouns? Oh, uh, he, him. Ooh, okay, just basic, great. I'm, I'm she, they. And may I touch you? May I touch? You're a fucking barber. They're in a barber shop. If they're not okay with getting touched, well, then you they can't be there. As soon as you walk through the doors to a barber shop and you sit in the hair the chair and then they fucking jack you up like they're starting an old motorcycle, you've consented to being touched. Hate to break it to you. Also, it's a fucking haircut. What do you want her to do? Wiggle her nose? And then all of a sudden, boom, you got a fucking high and tight? What do you think is going to happen? If she doesn't touch you, she's going to give you the shears and a comb and instruct you on how to, how, to, how to cut your fucking hair like it's a master class at fucking Floyd's Barbershop? No! They've, she's got to touch you! What the fuck is it? And may I touch you? I mean, listen, don't grab my cock or finger my ass unless I fucking whistle twice. <whistles> unless I do that, just touch the basic things you touch. When you give me a haircut, don't give me a fucking wet willy, don't pick my nose, and don't spank my ass. Cut my fucking hair, okay? Shave my neck, dust me off, let me tip you, and get the fuck out of here. What the hell are we doing? How has it come to this? The society is breaking down. It is going to be no more in a few years. It'll be a lost civilization. It'll be Book of Eli. It'll be walking around with goggles on and dust in our mouth. Okay, because society is on the edge of just crumbling. It's crumbling, and that's regardless regardless of what political standpoint you're on, 
what side of the fence, if you're sitting on top of the fence because you're a little fucking freaky and can't make up your mind and you like the, the feeling of a fence post up your ass. Regardless of where you stand, can we not agree that this shit's getting a little too fucking weird? Uh, you know what I mean? I'm trying to hydrate. Listen to this book on tape by Tim Ferriss, The uh, Four-Hour Body. Apparently, drinking water, I and mean, this, this may be common knowledge. I'm just learning a lot, and I'm not excluding anything. I'm, if, it's, if it's a thing that could help with fat loss, by golly, I'm going to try it. He says drinking like ice-cold water could potentially help you burn fat, as well as just drinking a lot of water. Specifically, ice-cold water, because of the thermogenic properties, that's one of the reasons why Michael Phelps actually was able to eat that 12,000-calorie diet. It wasn't just purely the output he was having in the pool. If he, like, was just doing off of calories alone, he would have had to, like, be in the pool for, like, fucking 10 or 12 hours a day. It was more so he was submerged in cold water for, like, three or four hours a day, and that basically increased his ability to uh, burn fat, uh, burn calories, because, like, the heat properties of, like, keeping your body warm when it's cold, all that kind of bullshit. Needless to say, your buddy Vince is chugging down ice cold water. Um... But anyway, listen, I hate to, I hate to start off on a fucking dicey subject. I apologize. Let's let let's 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 shake it off. Let's dust it off. It was it was a bold point on the notes for the episode. So I, I fucking I dove into it. Again, if you disagree, hey listen, I still appreciate you. I don't think anything less of you. If you want someone to ask your pronouns, God bless. If you want someone to ask permission to touch you when you walk into a fucking barber shop to get your hair cut, good for you. You know what I mean? Salute. All right, moving forward. Wait one second. Got a little text. Ah. Um, okay, so. <sighs> what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? We got some good stuff in here. Okay, so. <clears throat> I am recording this um, pretty far in advance because I missed an episode last week because of the whole lockjaw thing, which was a, it was a big... Uh, a big uh, Disappointment. I really don't want to miss an episode between the fast, which we'll get into, and the lockjaw. Couldn't do it. So this is actually the day after New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Day, January one. So it's like a you know whole like what ten days um, before the uh, before Friday, which is you know the episode you're listening to today. If it's a day, uh, Vinny, shut the fuck up. Get to your point. My point is, all of my friends are either out of town, we're out of town for New Year's Eve, or sick. Um, but I texted, uh, Rob Banks, comedian Rob Banks on, uh, Instagram, I think, funny dude. I'm like, dude, what are we getting into tonight? Cause he's always, he's, do- he's always doing shit. He's always down, handsome Rob. He fucking, this guy gets more pussy than a fucking gyne- gynecologist, you stuttered, muttering prick. That's all, folks. So, I text him and I'm like, what's the plan? He goes, um, I'm going to an all-you-can-eat sushi thing at 6.30. You're more than welcome to come. I text him, I go, appreciate the invite, but your buddy Vince just did a three-day fast, and I had a burrito the night prior for my cheat day. I did a very, very minimal cheat day. I stayed within my my macros, which is like 1,900 calories, but I just like, you know, I eat like some fun shit, you know what I'm saying? But I had a burrito the next day, I was hurting for a squirting. I was sitting on the toilet like I had my fucking period, just, it was miserable. So I'm like, listen, I cannot do an all-you-can-eat sushi extravaganza because what I would need to eat to feel comfortable is not worth paying the 
all-you-can-eat price. It's 60 bucks. It's actually a really good fucking deal. It's this place in K-Town. Places in K-Town, Koreatown, they have phenomenal all-you-can-eat sushi stuff. Just uh, it just eat until you drop, and the quality is actually very, very good. But I'm like, you know what? I can't be spending sixty dollars on basically two fucking rolls because it's all I can eat without feeling like a little fucking fat fuck. So I'll meet you afterwards. So his thing runs late. People run late. It's a busy spot, so they can't take him until like eight thirty. He doesn't get out of the fucking restaurant until like ten thirty. He texts me, and I'm laying on the couch at Bello. We're just fucking hanging out, being lazy. I'm watching YouTube. Pulled on my prick a couple of times. You know me. And he goes, "Listen, I just got out of the bar, the uh, the fucking uh, all you can eat sushi. I'm sorry, because um, we're gonna grab a cigar." And he goes, "The place is probably closed now, but do you want to grab a drink at least?" And I'm like, yeah, sure. I go, I am craving an old-fashioned. And you know me. I don't really drink that much. But I am craving, like, a really good old-fashioned with Luxardo cherry that, like, after the cocktail's done, you stab into it. It's kind of cold from being in the cocktail and still, like, sugary and shit and just chomping down those. I could go for two rye whiskey old-fashions at Laurel Tavern. Vinny, why Laurel Tavern? I'll tell you why. One, it's right down the street from me. I'm fucking lazy. I don't want to go too far. So there's that. The cocktails there generally are very good. It's a good bar. They have good spirits. And thirdly, eh, I, not, to be honest, you know, sometimes there's a decent amount of pussy there. And I'm a taken man. I would never cheat on Zoe. But if we're being frank here, and by the way, if you know Zoe, keep your fucking mouth shut, all right? And if you're Zoe, turn it off. If there's, a, if there's a couple of pieces of fucking tail there that I could just gaze at, not make eye contact, not flirt, I don't even, I don't, they won't even know I exist. I'll be creeping in the corner, pulling on my brick without them even fucking knowing, all right what I mean? But if I could just be around some fucking scafoots and just drink a couple of little fat, that's a beautiful, it's just, you know, judge me, fucking, fuck you. Like, you don't like looking at the opposite sex, even though you're in a relationship. You're telling me you don't like looking at, at attractive things while you suck back a couple of cocktails at your friend. Huh? You know, what's that, what's that saying? Only a black guy can call a, a kettle black or whatever it is. Um, so, or a teapot black is a, is also the same color as a black guy. I, I don't know what the saying is, but y- you know what I mean. Don't be hypocritical. So, um, I text Banks that and he goes, yeah, let's do it. And then he texts me back. He's like, oh, wait, Laurel Tavern's closed. I'm like, it's closed? What the fuck? It's 11 o'clock on New Year's Eve. And not that I didn't trust him. I Googled it. Sure enough, closed. And then now I, I Google cocktails near me. Because I don't want just a bar. Okay? I want a fucking cocktail. I want a craft cocktail with a fine spirit created in a very specific, professional way. With a nice little Luxardo cherry garnish. If you go into a fucking your average bar with sticky floors and hooers, okay, sucking back fucking white claws, they're not gonna have Luxardo cherries. They're not gonna have a nice little, you know, old fashioned up their sleeve they just whip out. It's like no, it's 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 slinging cocktails like vodka sodas, tequila sodas, vodka Red Bulls, and beers on tap. Those are the bars. That I'm not really in the mood for. I want a craft cocktail establishment. So I Google craft cocktails near me. And wouldn't you know it. Every single bar 
is either closed or says closing soon, like they're doing last call. Isn't the point of living in this horrific, godforsaken city is the fact that you can go out and get food late at night, get a cocktail late at night because it's a major metropolitan area, metropolis, if you will, city. If I was in bumfuck New Hampshire where Coach is at, which is a fine place to live, but they don't have the late night thing because it's a fucking family town. There's no animals there. It's families. You know, nine to fivers, your average Americans, shit closes early. Okay, that's a con, a pro. It's a beautiful way of life. You know what I mean? But like, I'm in Los Angeles with heathens and animals and people who have left societal norms and rules behind them. And with that, what 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 tips the other end of the scale to make it even is the fact that I can pop into a fucking Joe's Pizza at 11:30 and get a slice, or I could go to Laurel Tavern and get some fucking wings and a cocktail at 11:30. That's what balances shit out. If you just have the garbage without the good stuff, then why the fuck are we paying the taxes? That's my question. And listen, it never got answered that night. So I, I text Rob Banks back. I go, listen, pal, there, there's not a cocktail in sight. Because he, he was digging an old, he's like, I can go for an old-fashioned, too. I can go for a cocktail. I text him back. I go, we got nothing. Ungats. And he goes, well... We can go to residuals, which, again, I have said on the podcast, residuals is the last gem of Los Angeles. It is it is the last pure thing that we probably have in this godforsaken city. It is a great bar. It's cheap. The guy gives me Macallan 12 for fucking $12. He gives me two fingers of Macallan 12 for 12 fucking dollars. Okay. It's a beautiful place. He it's a one man show sometimes. He's like fucking Ed Sheeran at a concert. He's playing the bass, the drums, the guitar, the fucking hi hat, and he's flicking his nut just to keep him sane. He is a one man show. He's slinging cocktails. He's cutting fruit. He's popping back into his secret closet where he's eating protein because this guy looks like he's a you know a fitness guy. Okay. If someone pukes, he throws gloves on, grabs a mop. Mops it up, kicks him out, washes his hands, goes back behind the bar. All right, what'll it be? Another, you know, McCallum. Tw- he does it all. And then occasionally he has a guy that looks like he's a Somalian pirate that does heroin in the bathroom. He's also bartending and picking up glasses. Nice gentleman. It's a great little spot, right? And I got nothing against it, everything for it. But for this specific occasion, I don't want to go to this bar. I want a cocktail. And I'm sure he's more than capable of constructing this but it's not his forte but nevertheless what else we got so we go and it's also a stone's stone's throw away which is also a beautiful thing so you got old banksy i'm like all right all right let's go so we go in there and residuals is a place where it is a fucking crapshoot as to how it is going to be it could be a ghost town with fucking tumbleweeds going through it could be loaded with pussy or it could be loaded with fucking just old people, weirdos, whatever. I walk in. This place is absolutely packed to the brim. To the brim. And they've, they're they going all out 
for New Year's. They have complimentary hats. Those fucking kazoos, like the those little things. The kazoos, they're passing around complimentary champagne in like little plastic martini glasses. I mean, it's just that's the last, the last, the last golden establishment in Los Angeles. I'm sure Newsom's gonna come in and knock it down and put up a fucking trans preschool. So I walk in and I'm like, oh, okay. And I just I, I didn't know what to get. And I'm like, all right, what's gonna be relatively low calorie? What's not gonna fuck me up too much? And what might, as Luke Allen would say, burn clean? Well, I get a tequila soda. So I got a tequila soda with a lime, but a beep, but a boop. I'm there early, so I'm kind of standing by myself. I'm, I'm feeling a little awkward. There's barely a empty seat in the house. I peer to the end of the corner. There is a um, a booth. I slide into the booth. Banks comes. We have a little cocktail, and then by 12:30, he's got a little scafoots calling him, saying, "Hey, I'm ready to get fucked." And then Banks goes, "Hey, listen, I I gotta take care of something." I go, "What's her name?" I don't even know. So we get out of there, and, you know, the point of the story was, can you believe the fact that on New Year's Eve, there's barely any fucking bars open to get a drink? It's, is that not, but besides Thanksgiving Eve, isn't New Year's Eve, like, the biggest bar night in the world? Isn't it, like, the one night out of the year that if you do last call at 12, you do last call at 1 or 1.30 because everyone is there till 12 to watch the fucking ball drop? Isn't this a common thing? What has happened to where a bar on New Year's Eve is closing at 12, except for one? There's Superman of the bars. Actually, not, not the, the Superman, the Clark Kent, the Bruce Wayne, the Batman, the unseen hero, residuals. I, God bless. God bless you, residuals. And and, and to the rest of you, you should be fucking embarrassed. All right. So let's get into the fast, shall we? So I did a three-day watcher fast inspired by the study uh, the, the cancer study, and I believe it, it was at Harvard, where it's a seven-day water fast, and basically they deduced <laughs> that when completing a seven-day water fast, among other many very cool things, you have a seventy-seven-zero percent chance of not ever having cancer. That was a very clunky way to say it. You have a 70% chance of never getting cancer, right? So Gary Brecka, this guy uh, who now is a co-owner with Grant Cardone, which don't get me started on that guy. I think he's a bit of a fucking cheese dick. But of the, he's a co-owner of, of 10X, which is a company that's gaining a ton of popularity because he's helped a ton of celebrities fix their comorbidities and, and, and basically remove them. The biggest one, Dana White. So I see on Dana White's page, like a couple months ago, he posted he did a three-day modified water fast. Very similar benefits to the seven-day water fast, but, and that's right, W-U-D-D-E-R, you fucking prick. So very similar to the seven-day, but it's it's safer and has, you know, again, very similar benefits. So the first day, 
I'm allowed just electrolytes. Now, keep in mind, and I'll get into this later, or I'll, or I'll touch on this now, I guess, but I didn't plan it perfectly. So my idea was, so I did it with my mom, and our idea was Christmas Day dessert will be our last meal until 72 hours later. In hindsight, and when I when I fast going forward, my last meal will be either a breakfast or an early lunch. It'll just make the refeeding period easier because you, you do need a refeeding period that's like at least like six hours some fasters suggest because it basically tells your body okay we're done fasting we're eating now we have six hours two three meals to be like all right we're good all right we're not gonna like die and shit we can fucking eat we'll, we'll use the stuff he's put into our body to then burn that as energy so by by refeeding at like 750 which when i started it you know, um, 7.50 p.m., it just, it just would have gone way too late into the night. So I, I actually had to break it a little earlier. So I, I did, like, maybe, like, 65 hours or 68 hours or whatever. Anyway, so the first day, I'm only allowed water and electrolytes. Zero calories, zero carb electrolytes. So 7.50 p.m., Christmas Day, I started. The next day, I am... <laughs> Hanging out with Zoe, we do a couple of errands. I'm feeling fine because again, I kind of. Oh shit! I cannot. I think I. I think it's my alarm's going off to move my car, but I think it's a holiday, so they don't enforce the parking. Damn! What do I do? All right, let, let me do ten more minutes, and then I'll go out. All right, so <clears throat> I'll, I'll just cut and, and take it up. I'll finish this fasting thing. All right, so seven. Uh, all right, so I do. First day, do some errands with Zoe. I drink nothing but water and electrolytes. I'm feeling pretty good, kind of fine, not really too worried about it. And then like 6 p.m. hits, so getting close to 24-hour mark. And I start just getting fatigued. I get a little bit of a headache, feeling a little lightheaded. And it just, this wave comes over me. I'm just like, oh, holy shit, I need to eat food. And... This feeling, and this happens throughout the fast, that I can that I can equate to. It was such an uncontrollable feeling of needing to eat, and like my skin was crawling, and I almost thought I was like gonna go crazy. To, it was like being trapped in a sauna, and the temperature just rising and rising and rising, and the temperature rising is my need for hunger or need for food. And I just wanted to kick open the fucking door and just burst out of the sauna. And obviously the kicking open the door would just be stuffing my face. I wanted to do that so badly. But to curb my hunger, I kept drinking electrolytes, which were flavored, luckily. And I kept drinking club soda, which was allowed because it was zero calories, like, you know, to feel full. But club soda only makes you really feel full if there's a little bit of food in your system. You know? Like, if you're on an empty stomach... Club soda can kind of make you feel even more hungry because the bubbles hit your empty fucking stomach and it's like, what the? There's nothing down here. Usually there's bread or fucking food to bounce around off of. What the hell's going on? So, I, you know, I, I'm with Zoe. Like, we're watching movies and then eventually I just am able to go to bed, right? Day one complete. Now, I weighed in the day one. So the day after Christmas, the 26th, at 180 pounds and 6 ounces, 180.6. 12.27, I woke up. I weighed 176 pounds and 8 ounces, 
So I'm like, all right. And again, I'm not really doing it for health benefits, but what I have noticed is the weight has basically stayed off for, for the most part. So <clears throat> day two, I'm working. So, and luckily I'm doing like not a lot of stuff, but again, day two is water electrolytes, but I'm allowed two cups of bone broth, which sound like, okay, it ain't fucking dick. So I do that. I get my bone broth. I feel a little boost of energy. And then just throughout the day, it's just like, you know, time is like, you know, going by. And But then there's these these periods of just extreme fucking hunger where I'm just like, holy shit, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Like, I, I feel faint. I feel fatigued. I, I, I just, I need to eat something. And also the feeling of just, I, I realized how ritualistic eating was and how there'd be times where I wasn't hungry but I just felt like popping into the fridge or popping into the pantry just to snack on something. And when you do that and you're not tracking that, that shit adds up so fast. You're just like, oh, a couple chips here. Oh, just a couple chips. There's these one tortilla chips that I bought from Trader Joe's that I end up didn't even eating because six chips were 140 calories. Six chips, I fucking, I'll sleep and eat six chips. I'll put six chips in my mouth all at once because I'm a fucking whore. Six chips, 140 calories. No wonder I got fat. People, read the ingredients. Read the calories. I'm not telling you to weigh your food and shit, okay, if you don't want to, but just be aware of what you're putting in your body. If you're gaining weight and you're like, ah, am I under eating? Is that why I'm getting, listen, under eating could result in your metabolism just shutting down, but more, more often than not, you're eating more fucking food than you should be. You know what I mean? Because it's, because if it's processed, it's probably dog shit for you. If you're only eating whole foods, yeah, probably you're not going to like, you know, overeat or eat too much. But if you're not eating too many white foods, like, uh, fucking white potato, flour, all this kind of shit, and you're not eating, um, processed foods or I'm sorry or you are eating those things chances are you're you're overeating or if you're eating a lot of nuts it's so fucking easy to overeat on nuts next time you're eating, you're, you're you pop into a bag of trail mix or you pop into a bag of nuts look at the calories and fucking cry it's like six almonds is 140 ca- six fucking almonds is 140 calories a cup is like 800 calories Look at a look at a cup of cashews. It's like two and a half handfuls. That's 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 nothing. That's child's play. Okay, I can finger my ass and eat two handfuls of cashews, and I even blink a fucking eye. That's eight hundred calories. That's all I'm saying. So day two, I get into the books. Now day three, I am, I I'm lying in bed on day two, and I go, holy shit! I don't. I have a whole other fucking day. This is insane. I, I I don't know how I'm gonna. It's it's. How am I going to do this? The hunger pains on day two were so extreme. I I was like I, I couldn't sleep. I could I couldn't go to sleep. And oddly enough, I couldn't tell if it was like anxiety due to not being able to eat or just really good energy levels. But it was very hard to get to sleep because I was like kind of like wide awake. And again, I don't know if it's because I was fucking starving myself or because my energy levels were so good. I, I don't I don't know. So finally, day three comes. I wake up. I have like a, I have like you know, uh, uh, basically till four, and then I'm gonna do the refeeding again a couple hours early. But I need to like refeed for a certain amount of hours. So I'm like, all right, four p.m. Four p.m. That's all I got. I wake up oddly enough, not hungry at all. Almost felt like I ate, unless I fucking slept walk. 
odd, very odd that I'm not hungry. So day three, I'm struggling along. I wake up, I'm 175. So first day, 180.6. Second day, 176.8. Third day, 175. Now, if you if you listen to the podcast, 175 was that magic number that I was at when I went to Cabo. I was looking pretty fucking hot. My love panels are definitely smaller. My belt is loose. So, <clears throat> day three kind of flies by because I know that I could eat. So, I have my bone broth, but a boop, I go to the store. Now, the refeeding thing, and this is more informative, I guess, like the rest of this fasting thing than anything else. But if you're going to do this, obviously reach out and ask me questions. Like I did a ton of research or do your own research. But the refeeding period should be done in a kind of specific way just to, one, introduce your food, your, your stomach to good foods and also to not like have pain in your stomach by like eating the wrong foods. Okay, so first off, let's go into the benefits of what this thing basically accomplished, this three-day water fast basically accomplished. Re- reduction of getting cancer by, by a, a large majority. Reduction of getting dementia or Alzheimer's by a large majority. Um, apto- uh, apoptosis, which is basically cell death. So one of the things that this helps do is kill off cells that are unhealthy. And those unhealthy are those unhealthy cells are generally the ones that kind of cause cancer, cause dementia, all this kind of shit. So you, you kill those fuckers off. And that's kind of where like your headaches and fatigue come from. Is a symptom of your cells, the bad ones, basically dying off. So that happens. Also, um, your gut health completely changes. So a lot of the bad bacteria leaves your body. The good bacteria replenishes itself. If you have leaky gut syndrome like Luke, honestly, your fucking stomach is wrecked. I would not be surprised if you did this and felt completely better with how your food, like your, your stomach processes foods. So um, your gut health totally replenishes, and um, which is why you have to refeed in a certain order. So how I refed my body was first bone broth. And do all of these within a, at least a half hour to an hour increments. So first thing was a bone broth, good proteins, liquid, easy for your stomach to fucking you know get a hold of. Next thing is a probiotic. So I did a bottle of kombucha. Next is um, again between thirty to an hour or longer, but at least like thirty minutes wait. Next was a prebiotic. So I did. Um, and prebi- so probiotic, I want to get, I want to get into that. You can fucking Google it. Next, I did a prebiotic, was which was a organic banana. Um, and then I did my first like meal. So I did a New York strip, which was cooked beautifully. Oh god, it was so fucking good. I did an avocado, which is easy to digest. And I did some uh, another fermented food, which is good for your gut. I did. Um, uh, sauerkraut with the uh, pickles ate a little bit of that waited two hours then i had the same exact thing again and then about an hour and a half later i had three eggs with um uh more cabbage and uh i think that was it so listen i brought you into that to one just tell you my, you know because half this fucking podcast is just my life and just you know maybe it's uh, interesting or you know fucking you know uh, entertaining but the other thing was i'm gonna do this once a month 
not three days. I'm, I'm going to build up to it. But the last Sunday of every month, I'm going to do a 24-hour fast. I'm going to do that for like three or four months. And then I'm going to build up to a 48-hour fast on the last two days of each month. And I'm going to build up to like a three-day fast once a month. I feel great. I feel like my stomach is like functioning on a higher cylinder. I've definitely lost fat. I My pants are fucking loose. My belt is loose. Zoe's like, your fucking love handles definitely got smaller. And I think your cock even got a little bigger. So if that's not, if that's not a selling point to fast, small love handles, bigger cock, come on. Come on. What, what, what else have we got? All right. All right. I'm going to cut real quick and move my car because if I get a ticket, it's going to ruin my fucking week. So I'm, I'm going to cut real quick and I'll be right back. But the good thing and the master of editing is when I come back, it'll, it'll feel like no time at all. Like it never happened. Come on. <clears throat> so, all right, cool. Um, so yeah, so that was a fast. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully you liked it. Hopefully, uh, that's, that's interesting. If it piques some interest in you, and you want to, you know, reach out for some questions, like I said, feel free. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fucking open book. All right. So, Christmas Day. So hope you had a hope you had a good Christmas. I uh, unfortunately the best time of the year has surpassed us. But you know what? Now we're looking forward to the next Christmas and you know all the fucking New Year's bullshit and you know things you're gonna do. This year I'm gonna fucking touch my toes twice a day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on touching my toes. All these stupid fucking things we promised ourselves we're gonna do. Um, <clears throat> so Christmas Day we are gonna go up to um. My mother's. So I live in L.A. My mother lives in Ventura with my brother Tommy now. And then my brother lives with his wife and kids in Santa Barbara. If you're unfamiliar with the geography of California, I'm at the bottom. My mother, Lisa, is in the middle. And Derek is above. So Lisa is right in the middle between us. That's kind of our, our epicenter of the Falcone extravaganzas. So we meet there. Now, on the way there, there is a whole big fucking mess that happens, which I'll fill you in with. But the first thing is, let's fast forward. A little Pulp Fiction style, at a, at a order. Derek and I are taking care of everything. We're going food shopping. We created the menu. We're going to cook. We're going to fucking clean. We're going we're to, you know, do everything. The one thing that we asked my mom to do, because she has been, like, tits on a bowl lately. Useless. She's old. She's she's sixty fucking five. She's been sick. All that kind of shit. But the one thing we asked her to do, me specifically, Derek didn't really have a dog in a race. In the race, I did. I'm like, Ma, I just need some coffee. All right. I like having coffee with dessert, and I'm gonna be driving back to my place, you know, late. So I I would like some coffee. What's your coffee situation? I don't, I don't drink coffee anymore, Vin. I've kicked it. I'm like, right, I'm, I'm I'm gonna fucking kick you. Where? What's the coffee situation at your place? I got nothing, Vin. I'm like, listen, between, and this is like a couple days prior to Christmas, we're having this conversation. I go, between now and Christmas, can you just, can you, can you buy a fucking $14 French press? Just something. I'll bring the fucking coffee grinds myself. I'll step on them like I'm stepping on fucking grapes that make wine to grind them up myself. I just need coffee with dessert and for the drive home. Can you do that? A French press? I'm like, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah, wee oui, wee, oui, a, a French press. Uh, okay, then. So, like, the day of Christmas, my mom's like, when are you guys coming up? And Derek and I are like, all right, we're, we're going to get there, like, around 1. She goes, by the way, guys, I'm sorry. I've been so bad. I just, I have not been able to get out of bed. I, I, I didn't get the French press. And I'm like, fuck me. 
So on the way up, again, there's a whole big thing that happens that I'll get to. But we finally get into Santa Barbara. There's a Starbucks like a mile away from my mom's house. It's always like, why don't you pop into the Starbucks, get a um, a venti coffee, which is 20 ounces. If you're not familiar with the Starbucks bullshit fucking sizes, why don't you get a venti coffee, and uh, and then have half now and then half with dessert. I go, Zoe, I th- this this is why I'm gonna marry you. These fucking ideas that you have, they're they're you're the best. So I'm already exhausted and annoyed with the events that preceded this. I pop into the Starbucks. They're very friendly. The chick gives me the fucking coffee. Now, <clears throat> one of my many complaints to Starbucks. Well, Vinny, why do you go if you have many complaints? Because it's 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 because it's fucking there. You bump into them. It's hard to find other coffee shops. Also, it's Christmas Day. What other mom and pop stores gonna be open? This corporate enemy, this corporate fucking pig, will be open. So that's why I go, fucker. So. I pop into the shop. Everyone's nice, but the problem with Starbucks, uh, there's many of them, but one of them specifically is when I when I get a Pike coffee. What's Pike? That's the type of roast. So just a, just a drip coffee, your regular coffee. They ask you, would you like cream or sugar? I go no. So do I need to leave room? And I'm like, no, I I'm I'm good. But leaving room for cream. Is like maybe what an inch or so, two inches, depending on how much fucking cream you want. But shouldn't you leave just the normal amount of room that you would leave for a beverage? When you when someone makes you, hey, can I get a glass of orange juice? Do you fill up the orange juice glass to where if a fucking mouse farted, the orange juice would spill over the glass's edge? No, you fill up the glass to where there's an appropriate length or um, amount left over space. Room left in the glass to where you could walk and move comfortably without it fucking spilling over. These cocksuckers at fucking Starbucks. If you don't, if you say no, no, you you don't, you don't have to leave room. They fill up this fucking coffee to the tippy fucking top. Vinny, why didn't you say to just dump it out? Because I was moving fast and I wasn't thinking, and I only realized that when I got into the car, and it, and I just was like, okay, well we're, we're down the street, whatever. Not to mention that coupled with who's drinking coffee at the temperatures they're serving coffee. What the fuck? Who Who is drinking this Chernobyl-like substance? You... I would. I used to go to the golf when I used to work the golf course. I'd have to open. I'd have to be there at six. I get up at five. I would drive to a fucking Starbucks that was like near the the golf course. I would not be able to drink or touch the cup of coffee until I got to the golf course. It took ten minutes, ten fucking minutes for me to do the sip or just like. Oh, fuck, you know that kind of sip. Where like you're you're you're. You're sucking in just to get like just just to get a little bit of just to get a little bit of it, and it, it ever sucks so long that you're you're waiting for it and, and you just you just run out of breath. You're just like, where the fuck's the liquid? And then finally you're like you're like, and then you get some and it burns your fucking mouth so bad you just like move your mouth around to somehow introduce air to cool it off. You're like, fuck. God, that fucking shit. So it would take me ten fucking minutes just to to get, to get one of those fucking air sucking, lip burning fucking sips. That fun shit at five thirty in the morning. 
I don't know who's drinking coffee at this temperature. Can you brew it a, a few temperature degrees less? So we wait maybe three or four minutes and it gets, it just, it's ungodly hot. So even with a fucking coffee sleeve, I can't hold on to this fucking thing. Okay. Even with a coffee sleeve, I can't hold on to it. So I put it into the cup holder, but because they don't give me a stopper, then you should ask for one. I, I shouldn't have to also work and think ahead. They should just give me shit, right? They shouldn't. The whole thing of serving people, which I did for years, anticipate guests' needs. They did not anticipate shit. So it's spilling in Zoe's cup holder, and I go, you know what? I'll just hold it. We're down the block. But I can't hold it by the body of the coffee, if you will, because even through the fucking coffee collar, it's too hot to hold. So now it's like resting kind of on the console and I'm holding it by like the mouth of it, if you will. Like I'm the claw going into a machine. I'm holding it like, you know, above the lid with my fingers. But anyway, how else would you hold the thing? I was trying to paint the picture, you prick, and I think I, I dropped the ball. I'm holding it by my fingers above. Now, it gets to the point where we're going over speed bumps and dips in the fucking road and all this bullshit and where, where, where tax dollars go and potholes and all this kind of, So it's bumping and shit and the liquid's still kind of... Spin. So I, I, we're about to pull up. We're about to park. I just lift up the mug, the, 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 the cup, just a little bit so it's f- freely floating in the air so a bump or fucking jostle wouldn't affect the liquid spilling. And as I do that, the half-ass attempt of putting on the lid by fucking this little rugrat... At, at Starbucks, fails. The lid comes off, the coffee cup falls, hits the console, and goes all over my legs. It is so painful, I don't even feel it at first. I just scream at the top of my lungs. Like, just like, just, it was just reactionary. I am crawling in my seat. I don't know how, it's, all over my fucking legs. There's no running away from it. It's torturous. Okay. And Zoe pull. She's like crying. Oh my god, you again? She pull pulls over. I open up the door. I throw the remaining coffee out, like against a fucking tree or something. I slam her door. Babe, you're gonna break my door. But are you okay? I walk like. You know, a couple like fifty yards into my mom's house. Don't even know what I'm even feeling or doing. I don't even know what I'm disoriented. It was Vinny. Are you overreacting, guys? I can take fucking pain. I I I played sports my whole life. I played a whole season of football with a dislocated shoulder and a sprained ankle. I went to military school. Coach, we got fucking abused. You know that. Um, I I I consider myself a pretty tough dude. This was excruciating. I, I walk into the house. My, my brother's like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, where's mom? I go into the room. I'm like, mom, I don't know what the... Can I have some... Clo- what the fuck, Ab? I, I just, I, I'm like, there's coffee all over my fucking legs. It burnt me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I take off my jeans. There's first-degree burns all over my fucking legs. What's first-degree burns? Basically, it just, it's red. It's it's non-blanchable. What is non-blanchable? It means... I learned this from wound care terms because you know, that's my fucking job. Non-blanchable is when you... You press on it, and by uh, applying pressure to the area, it does not turn white. It's just fucking red. It's all this. It, it's it's brutal. 
Zoe comes in. She's crying. Are you okay? I've never heard you scream like that. That was traumatizing. My mom's like, holy fucking shit. We wash my jeans. In the meantime, I got to wear my mom's sweatpants. It, I look like a soul cycle instructor named Franz. And my, I call my asshole my lady pussy. My man pussy. That's what I look like. And I'm tying my flannel around my waist like I'm an extra at 90210. Um, just so my little fucking prick doesn't get seen by my nephews in these camel toe making sweatpants. So that was that was my Christmas. Like, that was my Christmas. But what preceded that is this. So Derek and I, when creating the menu... We said to ourselves, we want something that's going to be easy, that's going to be like a protein, a starch, a veggie, nothing too unhealthy. Obviously, we're going to fucking pig out for dessert, but let's just like not go like too crazy, right? So we come up with this thing of these twice-cooked duck fat potatoes. There's a guy on um, Instagram named Notorious Foodie and TikTok. He has these amazing recipes. So Derek and I are like, okay, let's get these duck fat potatoes. So we, we get this plan in effect like, you know, maybe four days, five days before Christmas. So we divvy up the responsibilities. All right, Vinny, you get this. I get that. But And I go, actually, I actually have duck fat. And he goes, really? I'm like, yeah, I used it a while back. I, I don't think it goes bad, so I'll just, I'll just bring that. So don't buy that. And he goes, okay, great, awesome. So Christmas Eve, I go to the food store to get my shit. And I'm like, you know what? I, I have duck fat. I, I, I'm, I'm good. So I'll get my stuff. Da, da, da. I get home just for just to be just safe. I check the duck fat. I'm like, I don't even think this goes bad. Let me take a look. Well, yeah, it's expired. It's fucking expired. And it's always like, well, we'll just go tomorrow morning before we go to uh, Ventura. We'll, we'll stop by Ralph's and get it. And I go, okay, whatever. If they're open, actually, I Googled it. Ralph's is open tomorrow. We'll, we'll go there. Okay. So, we wake up in the morning, we go to Ralph's, no, no, sorry, we wake up in the morning, we, we, we do the parent, the presents, we have a nice little morning, her and I, we drink coffee, we do, we do this, she got me a lot of good shit, I got her a lot of good shit, we're very fortunate and blessed, but a beep, but a boop. We get ready to go, and we're already running late, and I'm like, fuck, let's go to, let's go to Ralph's. We, we leave, we're like halfway to Ralph's, and, and, and meanwhile, I'm kind of like, I packed all the shit for the antipasta, because I'm doing antipasta. Um, I pack all the shit, and not to do tit for tat, but like she didn't, you know, pack much. Let's just put it that way. Listen, Zoe does amazing things and a lot of stuff, but just this is kind of what pissed me off. We're halfway to Ralph's, and she goes, first off, we didn't bring Bello's food, and he also didn't eat breakfast, but we we forgot his food. And I'm like, it's like, so we, we have to turn around. So before we even get to fucking Ralph's, we have to turn around. She's driving, so I have to run back into the apartment, open it up. Grab his food, calm down. Da, 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 da. Okay, let's go to Ralph's. I pop into Ralph's, and the big thing with the duck fat is that we can't transition or call an audible and use a dairy substance in lieu of duck fat because my sister in law, Katie, can't have fucking dairy. So we have to change all of these dishes and shit, and I have to get gluten free crackers for the antipasto and all this stuff. So I'm looking for duck fat and fucking gluten free crackers. There we go. I get the gluten-free crackers. I go to the oil aisle. Fucking ungats. I ask a worker. I'm like, hey, man, do you carry duck fat? What's that? I'm like, oh, never mind. 
you, do you know Gary? He's a specialist at Verizon. I think you guys should be fucking buddies. So I call Zoe. I'm like, there's no duck fat. She's like, okay, one second. Let me just look around. Okay, Gelson's has it. And I'm like, are they open? She's like, yes, they're open. I'm like, okay. I get into the car. We drive. And, and now we're just tacking up time. We're going to be late. All this extra shit. We drive over to Gelson's, which is like a 10 to 15 minute drive. We pull into the parking lot. Guess what? Gelson's didn't update their hours. They're actually fucking closed. Dozens of people are pulling into the parking lot, driving up to the doors, seeing that shopping carts are blockading the fucking entrance doors, and everyone's leaving. So we wasted a fucking trip there. I look at Vaughn's. Vaughn's is closed. I look at uh, fucking uh, some other place. Uh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods is closed. And then finally, he's always like, Pavilions is open, and they have it. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yes. So we drive to the Pavilions in Sherman Oaks. Another 15-minute drive. So we drive all the way there. I pop in. It's a fucking madhouse. It is a circus. I walk over to the aisle that has the uh, duck fat. Guess what? They got olive oil, they got canola oil, they got lube, they've got beef tallow, but do you think they have duck fat? <laughs> All sold out. Try again. So I, I'm 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 losing my fucking cool at this point. I'm 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 fucking losing my cool. I walk over to the butcher and I go, hey man. Before I blow my brains out in your store, do you have any other duck fat in the back by chance? On the shelf, it's all sold out. He goes, oh, um, you know what? That's, I don't know about that brand, but look at, you see that refrigerator right there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, try there. There should be duck fat. It's there. It's ready to get cooked. It's also a way better brand than the one on the shelf anyway. I go, okay. So I go over and then, I'm trying to get into this fridge, but this guy is stocking the fridge. And right when he's about to be done, some fucking lady with no teeth in a wheelchair pulls up. And she starts chit-chatting with this fucking guy stocking the refrigerator. The one that I am blocked out of and trying to get in. He's basically done, and she's fucking holding him up. Excuse me! Where, where are your navel oranges? Um, in the produce aisle. Okay, man, you guys are working today, huh? Y yep. Oh, that's too bad. What, what time you get off? Um, not till five. Oh, okay. Well, at least at least you have the night to spend with your family. You can spend Christmas with your family, family close, you local. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna yeah get off work and then go over. Okay, well that's nice. At least you can you can hang out with them. You know, work is not too bad if you only work until four or five and still be able to enjoy the holiday, right? I wanted to pop this lady's fucking tires and slit her throat. Get the fuck out of here, you and your navel oranges. Leave us alone. He's trying to work. I'm trying to get some fucking duck fat and then schlep my love handles up to Ventura. What the fuck are you doing? By the way, how are you eating a fucking navel orange with no teeth, lady? We gonna suck on it like a jolly rancher. <sighs> so finally, the guy moves. I get the duck fat, and I am about to explode with frustration as well as urine. I have to pee so goddamn bad, and I'm like, just go, just go, just go. And I'm like, no, you know, I'm already fucking perturbed. I'm already pissed off. I'm not gonna um, go up to Vin Ventura and 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 have to fucking pee the whole way. If we hit traffic, it's gonna make me even more. Fr I'm like, just pee here. 
It's a huge store, this pavilions. And finally, I find a security guard. I'm like, hey, dude, is there a bathroom here? And he goes, turn around. You see the wine and the cheese down there and the mega right? The bathrooms are on the right. And it's like, no joke, it's a solid like 30, 40 yards away. It's a big fucking store. It's a long walk. And I'm like, okay, cool, thanks. I got the duck fat. I'm walking. I walk the 30 yards. I drop the duck fat off on a shelf just to, to, to stow it there while I go. I go to the bathroom. I go into the bathroom, and it's it, there's a fucking code. L A loves having bathrooms with codes because we can't keep the homeless population under control. And b- instead of just trusting adults to not destroy a bathroom or do drugs or shit or fucking piss all over it, we have to enact codes on the bathroom like we're children or cellies, fucking prisoners. And then we have to ask other adults, for, what is the code? May, may I you may I defecate in your facility? May I use my penis in your place? And if so, what is the code in order to, for me to facilitate touching my cock and taking a piss? And also, hey asshole, I asked for the bathroom. Why wouldn't you have given me directions and then also the code, you stupid fuck? So I walk the 30, far, 30 or 40 yards back. I go, hey. Yes. You didn't mention there's a code. Do you know there's a code? And if so, what's the fucking code, you dipshit? Oh, yes. It is five, 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 two. Four fives in the two. That information would have been great 60 fucking yards ago, you cocksucker. Merry Christmas. I then I schlep back over to the bathroom, I take a piss, I grab my duck fat, I hop in my car, thinking things will be over, but you know more than me at this point, Starbucks is still yet to strike. Well guys, that's the episode, I hope you enjoyed it, I appreciate all yous, and uh, and as always, I love you, and I will see you again next week. Bye!